As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. Ladies and gentlemen, what is up? Coming to you from the Costa Nostra studios, I'm Matty Buller, and thank you for tuning in to Almost Wise Guys. This is our look at the marquee games for Thanksgiving, and to all of our American listeners, we want to wish you a very happy Thanksgiving, and uh, just a little bit of a tip from me to you, you know, because we're all getting older now, and you're probably going to do some drinking Thanksgiving, but then there's Black Friday, the day after. You're going to want to do some stretching at night, maybe limber up a little early in the morning so that when you're going for that last toy, you can throw the elbow, quick pivot, and get out of there before the crowd gets too big. You got knocked the fuck out, man! I digress. With me as always from Almost Wise Guys Central, Andy the Prognosticator Attridge. How you doing, Andy? Good, Matt. Matt, that was good practical advice for our listeners there. It's it's not just all about football, but sometimes you need to know uh, an appropriate time to l- when to land an elbow, you know? Well, you know, we were lucky as Canadian kids. We grew up watching, you know, guys like Gordie Howe because he played till he was 50. And, you know, the old take a guy into the corner and rub him out. You always had to have that elbow up. Yeah, the Gordie Howe happened. Old time hockey. Yeah, sure. Old time hockey. Like it is sure. So last week was uh, pretty interesting, eh, Pally? I, I can tell you what I'm thankful for. What are you thankful for? I'm thankful that the 49ers are now mostly healthy, kicking ass, taking names or nombres, as they call them down in Maquijo. Yo soy fiesta. Uh, it, was, it was a great Monday night football game to watch. Uh, you get offensive linemen running downfield like that, throwing blocks. That means everybody's invested. And uh, your yeah. defense, uh, great job in the secondary as well, really capitalizing on some bad offensive plays. I'm assuming you're referring to the all-pro Trent Williams, who literally was... I don't know, 30 yards away from me started, which, you know, for a 320 pound lineman, that's, that's, that's a lot of hustle in, you know, an altitude of 7,200 feet. So good for him. Well, that's why they always used to tell Nate Newton back in uh, the Jimmy Johnson era that there was a buffet at the end zone. Every day is a holiday and every meal is a banquet, baby. You got to motivate them to get there. Diabetes. Well, it is Thanksgiving, and uh, instead of a hard-hitting journalistic piece this week for our top five, Andy and I decided, you know what? We're going to do the top five things that we are thankful for this year. Number five. The Green Bay sucks. The Lambeau crowd booing the Packers off the field. Everybody knows that the Packers suck. Number four. That Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide are no longer ranked in the top four and will not likely be making the playoffs this year. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Number three. That Mark Davis has never changed his hairdo. You should spend money on a haircut. Have you seen his haircut? I don't pay. We got to get a picture of Mark. If you guys can get a picture of Mark Davis and throw it up, please do that. Mark, he looks like he looks like. Mo from the Three Stooges on a bad day. Okay, I, I'm always leery of. He looks the, like he looks like the haircut Jim Carrey had in Dumb and Dumber. I like it a lot. Number two, the internet for eternally preserving Brett Favre's dick pics. Wrangler Open Fly jeans feature an ultra relaxed fit right where you need it most. The fly. Why let zippers and buttons slow you down? With Open Fly jeans, it's always out and camera ready. Look, I put my pants on just like anyone else, one leg at a time. Then, I pull my penis out. Sometimes I take a picture of it. And now, 
the number one. The gift that keeps on giving, Jerry Jones. I want me some glory hole. All right, let's fire this bitch up, shall we? Yeah, we shall. Are you ready? It's time! Let's fucking go! Well, for our first game on the docket, Thanksgiving Day, we head to Detroit, where Buffalo plays uh, its second game in as many weeks. However, this time they are the visitor. Detroit, nine and a half point underdogs at home. Uh, 54 and a half is your total. I suspect you'd want to take the over on that one. What are you thinking there, Andy? Oh, hold, your, hold, the, hold the horses here. I, I don't know. Hold your Bills horses. I'm not sure if you really want to be considering that over. Um, you know, Buffalo's lost two of its past three games and in their one win against Cleveland, which was in a dome, by the way, in Detroit, where this is games being played. Josh Allen completed 18 of 27 for a season low, 197 yards passing and three carries with his own number for a season low, seven yards rushing. Yeah, but dude, so that was against he's still Cleveland. Dude, that was against Cleveland. Yeah, with a crappy defense. So no, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's Cleveland's defense, and then there's Detroit's defense. Okay, so the Browns' defense is 30th in the league, allowing 27 points per game. Okay, good. But you can give Buffalo maybe a bit of a pass last weekend with all the travel, the snowstorms, etc. But this week hasn't been any different. They're still going back and forth uh, to the Motor City. But, hey, what can we say about Detroit? Longest current winning streak in the NFC. You know, they beat Aaron Rodgers. uh, The now high-scoring Chicago Bears at Soldier Field. The Bears. The Bears. And most recently, the 7-2 at the time New York football giants at MetLife. Their running back, Jamal Williams, leads the league with 12 touchdowns. But uh, I think their defense has picked it up a little bit. I mean, if you look at the season as a whole, they rank last. Dead last in yards allowed per game, dead last in points allowed per game at 28, and 31st in the league in rushing yards allowed. So have they have they cleaned up their defense a little bit? I don't know. What do you think? Well, what I think is last week, you were talking about Cleveland. The result was 31 to 23, wasn't it? You are correct, sir. Yeah. I can't see Detroit's defense holding up like Cleveland's defense. Cleveland's defense gets a little bit more time off the field because they use a little bit more ball control. Although I do have to say, defensive-wise, really impressed with how the Buffalo Bills handled Nick Chubb. Well, I'm not going to say don't take the over, but I will qualify it, at least for the Thanksgiving Day games. They're so public. Everyone and their uncle who knows nothing about football is watching these things. And everyone that thinks they know everything about football sitting on their couch hitting the over. So I'm going to say that these numbers are artificially high by a couple points at least. Those so guys are not betting till the day of, Andy. That's what I mean. So my point is, if you listen to me, Matthew. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. That if you want to take the over, do it soon. Do it now because it's only going to go north from there. This one got teaser protection written all over it. Plus nine and a half. Uh, again, I think it's, it seems like a reasonable spread if you look at both the teams, but if you consider their body of work in November, 
think the I think the line should be a little bit closer, especially with all the disruption that Buffalo's had to look at in the last couple of weeks. I don't know. I'm going to take the home team dog at plus nine and a half. Yeah, I'm with you. Nine and a half for me. Uh, Buffalo should win this game, but Detroit has been keeping it pretty close a lot, especially lately. That nine and a half holds, or it's close to that. You know, six point teaser gets you over two touchdowns if you like the Lions. Anyway, anyway, here's how you slice it. See, a lot of people don't know. You have to slice it down the middle. See, and then you slice it across this way, because what it is, it's a it's a deboned chicken stuffed in a deboned duck stuffed in a deboned turkey with dressing between the chicken and the duck and the duck and the turkey. So as you cut down that way, you go turkey, dressing, duck, dressing, chicken. Thanksgiving game number two, we head to Dallas, where the big D actually means defense this year. The Cowboys, nine and a half point favorites against division rival New York Giants. 45 and a half here is your total. And man, I could not get over how smothering Dallas's defense was against a Vikings offense that, you know, looked impotent. Well, that yeah, is Kirk uh, Cousins. It is Kirk Cousins, but do you know the last time that the Dallas Cowboys had won by 37 points was? They've never won by 37. They've never won by 37 points in the history of the franchise. So this is the epitome of what you want to call their uh, buy low and sell high spot for both teams. Giants obviously losing at home to the Lions, and then Dallas going on the road and putting a pounding on Minnesota. Um, I think I, I, I think I looked at it last week, but this line was a lot closer to a touchdown a week ago. And uh, there's your recency bias because no team is as good as they looked, and no team is as bad as they looked the week before. Um, what gives me concern with the Giants? Uh, it's going to be a tough one for Daniel Jones. He lost another top receiving target in Wandale Robinson, who suffered an ACL last week and lost to the Lions. Uh, he was targeted 13 times and hauled in nine of those four, 100 yards exactly. And, you know, this kid's a rookie. He was promising, but this is going to be the last, last game of the season for him. So he's out. So Jones is going to have to rely on Darius Slayton, Richie James, and Kenny Galladay. And by the way, Richie James is also dealing with an E injury. So that receiving core that's pretty thin to begin with is going to become even thinner, which is ironic because it's Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, I, look here, it's a it's still a divisional game. And I don't like big spreads in divisional games because rarely do they pan out. I also think this is a big letdown spot for Dallas right here. Big game. They just crushed Minnesota and they're looking hype. They're probably hype getting back home. Favored divisional game. It's Thanksgiving. Lots of things can go wrong. I, the Giants right now are 7 and 3 against the spread. Seven and three is their record straight up as well. I think that the NFC has been very unpredictable this year, and there's going to be another hiccup in the works. Therefore, the New York Giants, the New York football Giants, 
are my money line, Maddie Thanksgiving lock of the century. Oh, oh! My stone cold lock, lock of the, of the century. century. Oh, the Oh, so you're taking them on the money line, are you, Matthew? Plus 345, baby. Scared money don't make no money. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what stat's going to have to change from last week. Uh, Saquon Barkley carried the ball 15 times for a total of, wait for it, 22 yards. Yeah, I couldn't figure that one out, why they were passing. What Did Daniel Jones have something like 40-some uh, attempts? Yeah, he did. He had a ridiculous number. And it's like, don't no. that's how mistakes happen. <laughs> Although, you know, I imagine uh, the coaching staff has learned a little thing from that. Well, let's hope anyway. Let's hope they brought, well, broke down I mean. a little bit of game film. Clean that up a bit. And as long as you keep feeding that guy the ball, uh, he's going to break one of them. Um, no, I, I, I'm not as bold as you, Maddie. I'm not going to take them on the money line, but I will, uh, a, <clears throat> excuse me, A, certainly take the points, and B, I'll also consider them uh, in a teaser, maybe with the uh, aforementioned Detroit Lions. Hey, remember, buddy, uh, just two weeks ago, the Cowboys lost to Green Bay, gave up 31 points. Yeah. Yeah, anything can, as you say, anything can happen in the NFC. It's the wild, wild west. Or I guess in this case, the wild, wild east, the NFC east. hi Yeah, that was a two-legged turkey. Yeah. I don't think yeah. they're ready for this one, man. Let go. Got a whole lot of backed up trash talking just for you, boy. First off, don't act like you say nothing new. It's been about that purple and gold. The NMC North is house. We come to the spot deep yelling our skull. And finally, what everybody in America is looking forward to for the final game after you've had your turkey, you've unbuckled your pants. Everybody gets to share in the joy of watching Kirk Cousins shit the bed in prime time. Yes, the Minnesota Vikings play host to the New England Patriots. Minnesota two and a half point favorites. 42 and a half is your total. Pats play pretty good defense, and we saw what a good defense can do against Minnesota last week. What are you thinking, pal? Well, that's a bit of an understatement. I got 17 fantasy points out of their defense. <laughs> they they have. They held the Jets to 103 total yards. 103 total yards. Not rushing, not receiving total. And in but fact, what's, what's scary about that, though, dude? What's scary about that? They held them to that many yards, and it took them a special team's return oh, I to, know. to actually That's win not... the game. It was 3-3. Three, no, three. around that. But um, in the second half, they allowed two yards total for the Jets. And Zach Wilson wanted to take uh, none of the credit for that awesome performance that he put on and as you say yes they had one offensive score of three points oh oh not good uh oh my god and let's you, you mentioned kirk cousins oh hang on let's go back here another trivia time maddie what was the last time that minnesota had lost by 37 points i don't think they have either have they well you're gonna have to go back back way back JFK was very much alive and very much the president of the United States at the time, 1963. And hopefully Kirk Cousins has got all the AstroTurf out of his helmet because he was sacked seven times. 
times, seven times. And that offensive line is going to have to do a better job of protecting him because New England's got a pretty strong pass rush. If they can give him time to throw, I think the offensive firepower that Minnesota has can can pull away for a pretty comfortable victory. Um, not enthralled with the uh, the trends going on here. And obviously, I'm not a big fan of trends, especially when they're in different conferences. But Minnesota, um, one and three against the spread in the last four home games. New England, six and one against the spread in their last seven overall. Well, Minnesota's actually four, five, and one against the spread the total season. So they haven't been world beaters in that front. No, and I think we all know that, well, with the exception of the outlier of that last game, uh, most of their wins come within seven seven points. But this is only two and a half. <laughs> so, again, it's it's a if you think it's going to be a low-scoring game, which Vegas obviously, obviously does, putting the total at 42 and a half, you know, New England might be not the worst consideration for a leg of a teaser. Um, same with the under. I don't see, I think Dalvin Cook's going to get fed the ball a lot. Justin Jefferson, you know, they've got such a great pass defense. They're fourth in the league in passing yards allowed at 188. So I think they contain Jefferson uh, better than most teams do. I just don't think they have the offensive offensive firepower to keep up. Not that I'm expecting a shootout, but I'm going to expect Minnesota to slap at least 17, 21 points on this one. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's going to this end of score is going to be like 17 to 3 or maybe like 24 to 7 or maybe 24 10, but I agree. I uh, Minnesota's firepower is a little too much here and New England's D is pretty good, but it isn't Dallas's defense as well. Kirk Cousins is in prime time, so you might want to shave a couple points off there, but <sighs> Minnesota should still win this game handily, so I'm with you. I'm screaming Vikings. Yeah, I'm screaming Vikings. You know what I'm in the mood for? Screaming Vikings. Screaming Vikings. Screaming Vikings. Screaming Vikings. Well, thank you for listening to the Thanksgiving episode of Almost Wise Guys. If you like what you heard, make sure you hit the subscribe button on iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. Then you won't miss the show. You can also hit us up on our website, almostwiseguys.com, for additional content and picks from all the games across the NFL this week. Uh, It's a programming note. We will not have an episode this weekend, so we want to wish all of our American listeners a very safe and happy Thanksgiving for you and all your families. From the Costa Nostra Studios, for Andy the Prognosticator, Atridge, back at Almost Wise Guys Central, I'm Matty Buller. Get out and pick yourself a winner. If you liked our podcast, please share it with a friend. And in the spirit of Thanksgiving, if you hated it, please share it with two enemies. Tune in next week at the same bet time on the same bet channel. Gobble, gobble. Love to eat turkey. <laughs> love to eat turkey. I love you. Love to eat turkey. Cause it's good. Love to eat like a good boy should cause it's turkey to eat so good that clapping's messing my head up man I appreciate it but I was was trying to think of the next line I'm like all I hear is clapping here we go
Thanks anyways. Turkey for me. Turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long. 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Turkey lurkey do and turkey lurkey dap. I eat that turkey, then I take a nap. Thanksgiving is a special night. Jimmy Walker used to say dynamite. That's right. Turkey with gravy and cranberry. Can't believe the Mets traded Darryl Strawberry. Turkey for you and turkey for me. Can't believe Tyson gave that girl BD. <laughs> White meat, dark meat, you just can't lose. I fell off my moped and I got a bruise. Turkey in the oven and the buns in the toaster. I'll never take down my Cheryl Teague's poster. Turkey up in aluminum foil. My brother likes to masturbate with baby oil. <laughs> Turkey and sweet potato pie. Sammy Davis Jr. only had one eye. Oh, turkey for the girls and turkey for the boys. My favorite kind of pants are corduroys. Gobble, gobble, goo, and gobble, gobble, giggle. I wish turkey only cost a nickel. Oh, I love turkey on Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thank you.